with 100 metres to go. Led a length and a half to Manzois, who's trying hard, sharp and smart. Tyree Manzois is wearing it down, coming hard and won the derby. Manzois from sharp and smart. Welcome to Bet Doctor Behind the Curtain. Look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot, and it's the best day of the year. We get to preview the Melbourne Cup, the biggest race of the year. Walt, how did you come through the run yesterday? Just never stops. What do you mean? Run? It's just, it's just one run. You just keep making a run. Don't worry about horses running 3,200. What about trying to get through Cup Week? Holy crap, it just never stops. It's brutal, isn't it? Especially off the back of those <sighs> tournaments. I tried to kill you. I, I had a shocking night's sleep. The dog was up. He had diarrhea all night. Feels like I haven't got anything. I've had to go the ginger ninja juice. I got the barocca in the uh, the water bottle here. I spilt one of them in the car the other day. Hey? That, that that doesn't go well. For the <laughs> doesn't car. go well. Enough for the car. Oh my god, it stinks. Yep. But uh, yeah, no, this sleep. You just feel like you blink this time of year, and then you're back up. Oh. It's just crazy, isn't it? Mm. Uh, and the form just never stops. And we're not even a quarter of the way through it. That is absolutely sick. DK, you'd be feeling fresh this morning. Fresh as a daisy, scoot. Yeah, yeah. I was in bed nice and early, and. Uh... Very early, in fact, and uh, so fresh as a daisy the day to get ready to uh, get into the cup. But uh, no, marvellous day's racing yesterday. What about you, Nico? How'd you fare? Yeah, it wasn't a bad day out at uh, Flemington. Managed to uh, get out alive. Got a little bit of a lead going into cup day, which is always good. Yeah. So um, hopefully we can get a result there as well. Very important. Get a lead on the first day. Outstanding stuff. And Nico's burnt the midnight oil with uh, T-Dogs and gone, oh, it's a whopper. It's a runner-by-runner podcast on the racing show. So if you want a different slant or a very in-depth look at uh, all the runners, make sure you check out the racing show podcast. I listened to it walking the dog this morning. It was great. And uh, I love your little uh, line at the end of it, uh, Nico. You, you basically said you you were none the wiser after sitting with Trav for an hour and a half after doing the show. But um we won't go into that much depth, but uh, I definitely got something out of it for myself. So if you just want to immerse yourself into the Melbourne Cup stuff, make sure uh, you check out uh, the Noonan Boys stuff. What were you going to say, Nico? It's a tough year, isn't it? Like there's just so many angles to this race. That was mainly the main thing I was taking out of the race. And I don't know, it feels like Do- Doville Legend, you know, sort of two, three years ago where the market's at at the moment, like would he have been $5? And that's why he's sort of 380 now, like with the percentages and the taxes and all that, they've sort of, Taken a bit off the top there. That's it. Spot on. Yeah, like it. It's it's going to make this year interesting, given you know it, it feels hard to back a cup favourite at three eighty. That's just the the vibe I'm getting. But, yeah, um, yeah, we'll that's right. Happens. Yeah, and, and anyway, we'll get into him, but it's it's changed a bit too. He's got a bit more weight than what those horses normally carry, wouldn't he? Mm. So I mean, we'll get to that. But yeah, it's like you'd either you said it's either you're in the favourites <laughs> corner, which a lot of people are, and it's crystal clear, or plenty of chances in in the other corner, which sounds like you and T Dogs were mm. into last night. Big weather watch too, so uh, it's going to be a pretty windy, sunny, drying day today in Melbourne. Uh, I've got a couple of photos and a couple of men on the ground there, so it's going to zoom back into a better uh, standard of track, especially with that wind around. But then Monday we've got up 6 to 10 mil, and then notably on Tuesday it's uh, I think it's 10 to 15 mil, and there's reports of hail possibly in the afternoon. So how the rain sort of falls on cup day itself will be very interesting. And I think the, uh, the temperature is going to fall through the floor as well on Tuesday. So chaos. And so I guess we'll be doing our best to preview that, but quickly on Derby day yesterday, i tell you what, I might look like I'm not listening, but I, I do absorb a lot of what John Walter says, but uh, here's Walt's little uh, assessment of the, uh, the Derby. Uh, we'll just roll the, uh, roll the clip now. And and here comes how many words? And here comes three words. Manzois. And here comes Manzois. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't give you much, did I? 
Hmm. <laughs> uh, but I like Pericles and rah, 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 yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought you just treated me with disdain. I didn't realise it at the time, but now I'm deeply hurt. Well, I did. I, sometimes when you throw out these roughies, sure, fires a moral five thousand by twenty five thousand. The place. Sometimes I take it with a grain of salt. Um, but a, another pat on the back. I'm sort of getting a sore hand. Pat on the back. Last gonna win. Pat on the back. And then you've just uh, plonked this one. Uh, what was it, $17 or 20 to 1 winner in the Derby? Bucks. And I tell you what, there's a lot of other racing shows that will just saw you into the sharp and smarts, the Barkley squares and all that sort of thing. But, um, mate, absolutely uh, killed that one. And uh, what do you think of uh, the Derby yesterday, Nico? Yeah, I was filthy. I didn't back man's voice. In the end, I sort of, you know, the spring champion proved to be the form, didn't it? One, Dude. two. One, yep. two. She's extreme, Dude. comes out of the spring champion for the Oaks. So maybe there's a bit of a lead there, but. You know, looking him in the yard, he just looked a real stayer. And I, I, there's no figures out for the derby or anything like that, but it looked like they went quick. And I think that just brought out the two best stays, which were the the uh, the Kiwi and uh, Manzois. Speaking of uh, the Oaks, Queen Air was uh, a bit unlucky. How do you think, uh, was it Queen Air, Lindsay Smith's horse? Yeah, and the Wakeful, she she ran well. Zenzala, I think, is into near favourite. She's extreme, I think, is the favourite for the Oaks, so... You know, bringing in that form line, she's probably going to be the, the one to beat. But um, I thought of the horses that ran on well yesterday that had the improvement to come in the yard, I thought Zenzala would probably have the most improvement going into the uh, the Oaks. So given she beat them all, um, I don't know if it bodes too well for the fillies in behind her. And she'll benefit because she was off that very soft tempo mm. barrier trial sort of win on the synthetic, wasn't she, you know? Yeah, she looks like she's just set to peak Oaks Day. Keeps J-Mac. She's, she's going to be right in the finish for sure. What about if you? That, if that form yesterday's Oaks form, <laughs> if that horse get well, unless Glenn's ride it again, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Yeah, she could she could be hard to beat. She's extreme. they're battlers. They're, I, I love she's it. She's extremely dollar twenty against those horses yesterday. I love it. A little extreme choice filly, just a giant killer over oh. the Oaks. Yeah, well, hey? and Bring she's us. had a perfect setup. She didn't have a hard run in that. Uh, he, he, he gave her a very economic run, Glenn. He made sure she did that pair further back, hit the line just with one racing mind. And don't forget the horse that was in the wrong part of the track there, but it does retain uh, Rachel Carr. Um, sorry, Jamie King. Sorry, Rachel King in the um, in the Oaks. What was it called? Renaissance Woman. Mm. It'll run well too. Oh, well, you are the Oracle. That's your new big thing, this uh, this staying. So perfect that we're doing the cup preview. Walt, you'll be all over it. These Eight long-distance rangers are, are you? Your new uh, sweet spot in secret, beasted. Uh, Jack and O, end of prep, beat the doctor. We got crushed again. So if you're taking the beat the doctor specials, you're absolutely skinning uh, Tristan and myself. And, uh, yeah, well, I was pretty disappointed with uh, Jack and O. You found him in the yard. You said he paraded like a beast, but um, yuck, Nico. Yeah, I think he just came to the end of his prep, um, you know, in secret, running the rows and then had all that time to freshen up. He went to the Everest. Maybe it was just a bit too much for him. He just didn't let down, did he? Travelled well and just didn't find anything. So wouldn't be marking him too much off that. But, yeah, she's a smart filly in secret. I think she'll only be better next prep. So um, yeah, the world's kind of her oyster at the moment in terms of the three-odd races. She's going to be in for a big autumn. All the cults were just absolutely cast, weren't they? Or not 1,200-meter horses, maybe. What's that mm. thing called? Grand something. I think he probably wants a bit further, all those horses do. You're on DK's horse, Bonus and Oxers went pretty good. What about the ride on it? Not mm. as good as the ride on Zapateo in the last, but... Um, just completely missed the boat, knew it. But, yeah, the Phillies have got it over the Colts. Mm. In hindsight, yeah, just that uh, that freshen up and the old school profile, Golden Rose uh, back into the Coolmore was just an absolute beauty and cherry ripe. Nico, Ice Bath you found. Uh, nice little ride by uh, Rat, but uh, 
just couldn't quite pull the trigger uh, for a win bet. I had my old man watching with me and uh, Mirror Vision, he backed it, plucked at 50 to 1. And Walt's horse, uh, a tissue, went really well at 30 to 1. I was a bit sick. I, I followed Walt in on, on, on there, but uh, Ice Bar, too good. Yeah, I don't know how I found her. Um, she kind of seems like that horse, doesn't it? Just kind of bops up out of nowhere. But, gee, she prayed well there yesterday. She just looked in outstanding order and I think everything kind of went away. That's how she's going to win her races, isn't it? She got up the fence, no hold up, sort of no traffic in front of her and she just charged the line. Um, Mirror Vision was great. I think La Creek just – there was a few horses yesterday the occasion got the better of him. She was probably one of them, Coolangatta, Pericles, Tijuana, just horses inside the market that just kind of melted in the yard. Um, I wouldn't be marking her too much off that. And J-Mac kind of got off and said she might be looking for 2,000. So the market was relentless in backing her. She hit well, seventy five at oh, stages. Wow. So it was crazy betting. Yeah, it's interesting. I thought Pericles uh, still ran a pretty good race for a horse pretty raw. I can't believe they ran him. Mm. Cannot believe they ran him. It probably won't do him any harm. Toughen him up, hopefully give him a good spell. He'll be back. He'll be back. Speaking of horses that uh, got a bit stirred up, I did notice uh, light infantry was a bit of a mess going around to the gates. Uh, the Golden Eagle, classic here from uh, PG Moody, picture on screen. He's just sitting back having a, uh, a banger. I think you found this one, Walt, one of your men, and he's just sitting there at the end of the night having a, a, a what is it, a Forex Gold in isolation pack of darts. What about the I can, Forex I can bag? Like it wouldn't be that right? easy to find the Forex bag. <laughs> he's gone the full t- unless he's brought it with him. Well, he's already knocked off a few by the look of it. Oh, there's no Tell doubt he would have knocked off a few. My goodness. The first, the first few wouldn't have hit the side sides, but um, look, interesting one with I wish I win. Obviously, the dry track was a big bonus for him, but um, another one with the old breeders. We're talking about extreme choice and uh, getting over a trip. Every horse individual, blah blah blah. Oh. How's the bent legs? Uh, I don't have the picture of it, but uh, it'll be somewhere on Twitter. We'll like retweet it. it, little birdie TV. I wish <laughs> I win. It's uh, it's near side leg basically goes out at uh, sort of right angles. It was uh, amazing as a uh, little foal. So it just goes to show. You just well, got I to think it roll the dice. And it was a 50-50 job from what I'm told too, like whether they bothered they? doing the surgery or not to correct it. So wow. incredible, isn't it? Like, um, wow. I thought a lot, he wasn't really positive early, uh, Jamie Spencer on um, light infantry, but oh, he, and he sort of only had a split second to make a choice, but it was still a massive, massive run, I thought. No luck. Yeah, it's just... They just don't race the same as us. They don't. Mm. And twenty horse fields, they they deal with, but they've you know they all give themselves room. It's down the straight at Ascot or somewhere. It's not around a track like a flat track like Rose Hill. And just madness trying to put a European jockey on a horse like that here. I don't I don't know why they do it. Um, even Buick was just shown up horrifically in Melbourne yesterday. Mm. They they come over here to have a bit of fun. I think I don't think they take it as seriously as the locals do. And I'm not you know they're great jockeys in their own right, but. You know, keep them at home. Fangirl cost you an absolute fortune, and uh, I was a little bit sick that I didn't pull the trigger with the I wish I win for the Run me through what happened there. Like, far out. The dead set pulled up, didn't it? I don't, I don't know why. Dead set pulled up. I mean, he gave it the best ride you've ever seen. Just got a little bit unlucky, and then, you know, the winner's off and gone, but the dead set pulled up. Mm. It, was, uh, it was an interesting race, and uh, good <laughs> – a lot of uh, a lot of hype around the Golden Eagle. It looks like the day is starting to become a success. Whether they still need the uh, the big price tag attached to it to draw a similar field, I'm I'm not sure. Could probably do it for a little bit cheaper now that the, I guess the race is established. Um, but the other big thing, I think Mike Simon's tweeted that uh, Sydney race times are still going five and six minutes behind, and it was torture like yesterday trying to look look across four states out wide. It was a disaster with the remote and just trying to flick around a sky too. I've got a couple of TVs in here, but they need to pull their socks up or they just can't be held to account. That's the worst thing. So 
Sydney are just playing games with trying to get extra turnover, and uh, I don't like it. It's grubby tactics from New South Wales, but they're a law unto themselves. Imagine being the poor bloke at Sky Channel that just knows that what he's doing and it knows it's just insanity, but has to keep pressing the button. It'd be hard to show up to work every day. Mm, disgusting. Punters Club. Uh, we started with eighteen k. Uh, we're uh, we're sitting at twelve thousand two fifty. So no dice fall for Sydney. Probably need an extra two hundred meters in row seven at uh, Newcastle. And then uh, I had a small uh, bet. I dutched uh, Baluchi Babe and Voronskova. She ran second, so no luck there. And I just seemed to be on the wrong leg with uh, all the boys' tips. Jack and O, I, uh, I pulled the trigger on the wrong ones uh, of Waltz. Didn't uh, back Man Joyce. Didn't back I Wish I Win. So I've absolutely handled it terribly. And uh, a lot of people I know, a couple of big teams also had a bit of a strip out. But uh, fingers crossed we can bounce back and uh, turn it around. Still a long time and just wanted to keep the powder dry. There wasn't much that we liked for the whole day. And it was... Uh, just uh, beyond brutal, I guess, the way it sort of all fell. But a uh, bit kicking myself that uh, I didn't chime in at the right ones that the boys found. So uh, we live to fight another day. Manscaped 20% off. Make sure uh, you check that out. If you need to have a shave down, I'll tell you what, that might be the key to me. I might be just carrying too much here. I'm going to lop the beard uh, right back. I might shave the legs. I might uh, get lean and mean for cup day and just come home with the one withering burst. So make sure uh, you head to manscaped.com. Type in little birdie and um, you can use twenty percent. Here's a little uh, photo. Walt, he just goes to the uh, goes to the the vault for this one. That's not Brett Ratton. <laughs> how, how many years ago that? That's that's DK in his youth. He's yeah, cleanly yeah. shaven. He's uh, uh, dead set. You're a spit for Brett Ratton. No beard. Ex and Kilda coach. What year did Prince of Penzance win or whatever it was? Twenty. It was the first ever. 2015, 20, 2015. 2017 maidens ago. It was. Yeah. No, that was the original um, Melbourne, Cup preview. Melbourne Cup preview from the old punting show days. Um, yeah, me and uh, Juppy and Lee Dalton and, and Potts. Great man, Potts. My, my first ever venture into doing this, and here we are all these years later. <laughs> Outstanding. I absolutely love that. And speaking, Who would have thought that Dalton would be the one that kicked the most? Crazy, isn't it? <laughs> hey? hey? <laughs> he's done. He's done. Married into... Uh, the right family. Go, Dots. Outstanding stuff. And uh, DK Weir could be on the comeback. That's been the news that's sort of doing the rounds yeah. on Friday night. James yeah. Safaris broke it on racing.com. Yeah. Is there going to be something that gets in the way there or is he just going to ride back into town? Well, how can you get done for town? conspiracy when everyone knew? Hey, you can't be done for conspiracy when everyone knew. That's uh, <laughs> that's the only thing he couldn't get done for. I think a lot of the other charges still remain. Mm. A lot's been said about DK Weir, but... From a punting angle, it's it's heaps easier to find a winner when DK's training. A bit like P. Moody. Both of them up and roaring, I bet better. So uh, I'm not excusing any of the behaviour or I don't know any about the, anything about the allegations, but uh, from a punting point of view, it's easier to find winners when they're both in the game. Today's show is going to be a beauty. We're just going to do runner-by-runner runner preview. It's not going to be war and peace. It's going to be short, sharp. I know DK will be looking for a pillow later. The boys, uh, I don't know if you guys will talk. I think he's looking for one now, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you what, he hasn't grown up. Um, it's going to be a great uh, runner-by-runner preview. Might drop a best bet on Cup Day. There's, uh, I've, I've gone through the form at least. Uh, top Sports Steamers has been a little bit of action early. Tristan was going to come on the show, but he's got a better off. He's going to supercars or whatever's the uh, Gold Coast what? Indy. Why would you do that? Oh, no wonder the traffic's crap. I was wondering what the hell was going That's on. Still, I there's a big that. street race down at uh, Main Beach at the Gold Coast. So I said to Tristan, I said, mate, don't blow yourself up on it sounded like his old man, Lloyd. Jeez, yeah, he's just, every chance to blow himself up on the drink, mate. He told me he's two weeks weeks away from his toe um, 
his toe healing up, then he's got to make a decision whether he retires as a bookmaker and becomes a professional bowler with me when we go on the tour, <laughs> or he uh, or he pushes on. Tristan's a closet ten pin bowler, so uh, can't wait to do a live stream him and Walt. Top Sport, I tell you what, they're at, they've got some new app upgrades, so they decided they opted to give the ultimate customer experience uh, for Cup Week, and so they're going to uh, make sure that their website's absolutely firing. So. If uh, other betting organisations, I know two of them went down yesterday, make sure you hit up Top Sport. Reliable, they'll take a big bet. It's uh, no holds barred. They'll uh, bet you at least five on uh, the Group 1, the Cup. They'll probably even bet bigger. And uh, they're Australian-owned, which is a beauty. So make sure you get around Top Sport. Tristan might be hungover, so he might be able to get up his skirt or he's away from the tools today. So on a Sunday, you can um, punch away and get a bet in there with topsport.com.au. Let's, uh, let's go to race five on Cup day, and Nico thinks he's found one. I tell you what, there's a lot of blue in this uh, field, and I think this is a really tricky race, but I'm interested to hear why you like this one. It's uh, 7.50 the field here. Alpha Flight's the favourite in the Schwepper Vest. Flight. They invented the bubbles in soft drink, they reckon. $7.50, Alpha Flight oh, favourite. Kim, nice $9.00. Race. Celius uh, nine fifty fields of flutes ten dollars Lascars ten uh, Baldino eleven Fisson twelve Extravagant Star fifteen Zoo Sensation fifteen Big Tail this one I'm sort of knocking up uh, reading their names but uh, Alpha Flight's the one that you like here Nico and it's got D Lane B Price off Adelaide Horse tell us why you like it and yeah I think this is a pretty smart horse um they've kind of tested him out over 1200 1100 this was a thousand fifty and I think this is his ballpark thousand meter races this is a wet track and they went out fast with uh that might be I can't remember the horse that led him that day but um it was a real quick sort of two-year-old and then he just kind of monsters him here late this was a career best figure um for his uh, career there on punning form he really just sort of charges to the line here this is on a wet track he's going to find a wet track there on saturday d lane goes aboard maps really well from barry number nine he probably leads or sits sort of in the first sort of four just where they sort of all run in the straight there they could be a chance of a split in a race like this especially come cup day and richard and chantal joe that they always get a winner over the carnival um they had see you in heaven win last year down the straight in a two-odd race they're deadly when they bring their horses to melbourne since what october 2020 to now um, they strike at sort of 24% return or profit on turnover, nearly 37%. So um, the market's going to find him. He's have a really fast run race. D-Lane gets aboard. I was surprised he wasn't shorter. I thought they'd go up a bit shorter. Um, he sort of went up sort of 850. He's into sort of 7, 750 now. I reckon he, there's a clear chance he could start sort of $485 if the market wants to have a good look at him. Um, just off the figures he ran last start and just, there's not much in this race. Um, none of them have been running figures. They're all sort of a bit beaten up, a few of them. He's fresh. He's had the jump out since that run. He just like looks like he's been completely set for it, and he likes wet tracks. So um, he'll be my best result probably of the carnival if he wins. Whoa. Love the confidence here. couple of uh, questions. I thought uh, Kin was a bit of a, uh, a chance here. Doesn't mind the heavy. Okay, last start. Thoughts? Might be heavy. Oh, if it's slow, soft. If you we haven't looked at he looked. Yeah, I think there's a chance it could be heavy. If the if the rain falls on the day, it could be heavy. So um, she's in the game. She probably should have gone close to winning last start. It's just whether whether that form's good enough. I would have thought the Phillies don't look like they're crash hot this season. They've all kind of been taking turns and different winners in races. Um, so she's probably in in the game. But you know, she's nine dollars and he's seven. Alpha flight. I, I know I'd much rather be back in him. She's going to get back in the field and need a bit of luck. He's just got to put himself on speed, and they're going to have to catch him. So, uh, yeah, I was I was nearly chips in there at seven dollars. To be honest, what's a, what's a three YB sixty eight? Is that like a benchmark sixty eight? 
What is that? I don't know. Who knows the Adelaide form? Like the benchmark system yeah. where the, the, this thing's been coming out of. That was yeah, I'm a little bit scared of, like, with the Adelaide form and I know that Donnie was kicked up for Sellers and I, I went back into the Shields report and it said slow to begin and maybe didn't handle the heavy. So oh, I was interested that, that Godolphin time. put uh, J-Mac uh, on that runner uh, and then that, obviously that's the best of Bordeaux form. So it'd be interesting if he can rebound or if he can improve off that. I thought that was a real query runner, but um, wow, it's a... To bloody the, the dolphin horses scary. It was hard to sit like those wide gates. They sort of had to drag back, didn't they? Like the crown seems a huge advantage to be drawn on the crown. Well, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. So yeah, it'd be interesting because yeah, if it changes, obviously. But if hmm, interesting, Nico, interesting. have you got any mail on that? It seems like the uh, the straight's been racing up the middle for quite some time, and it's. Uh, my conspiracy theory is that they don't, they want the horses to race in one one big pack. I've got no idea. I'm just guessing here, but it seems like they mow the strip and don't make the outside red hot, so the horses don't run in two packs or something. What's what's the go there? Mm, it's had a lot of jump outs recently. The outside because they had the two odd race where they've had a few jump outs down there, and then um, they've had the difference this year of like the two year olds from everywhere being allowed to jump out at Flinton. So they had a lot more horses early, and then they always have the jump outs down the straight prior to the big race day. So there's been a lot of traffic sort of down that outside fence and I sort of heard that it probably wasn't the, the place to be on Saturday and, um, you know, there's there was probably good evidence of that watching the replays now. It seems like the middle's the spot to be. So that's probably where you default early um, to the middle and as the carnival goes on, they probably just get wider and wider and probably uh, every race I would have thought. So, um, yeah, probably default to the middle on Tuesday. That makes sense. And there's a, uh, a good explanation as to why. So uh, I can take my tinfoil hat off, but uh, that seems logical to me. All right. Let's uh, have you got any uh, any input there, DK, on that one? A couple of like the racehorses in uh, race five there? Yeah. No, no. It's a, it was a thousand meter race, not really my, my cup of tea. So I did. There is one that'll go like a cut cat in that, though, Nico, that epic center. He's quick. Um, oh. He's quick. See, oh. he's drawn the fence, so I reckon there's every chance he could just stay hard on the fence, yeah. and I think that's why this race could split. Right. So I reckon he'll be up the middle, our horse, um, Alpha Flight. I reckon Epic Center sort of leads on the fence. So I reckon even if Epic Center leads, Alpha Flight still may be leading his division. His division, yeah. He yeah. might not even see him. He'll be that far away. So yeah. it's, a, it's a fascinating race. It's very tactical, but uh, I think he's a great bet. I think the market finds him. Take the 750. Mm, interesting. I love it. Love the confidence. I think I'd side with uh, Kin, but yeah, scares the life out of me. This uh, this race, I got be like the flying V. It'll be like the flying V of blue coming at it. <laughs> like the oh. mighty ducks. It's going to be crazy. Betting should tell the story or help paint the picture. And hopefully, uh, Nico's on the money there. I love his confidence. All right, race seven. Let's uh, get rid of all the uh, the on trail. Let's go to the main course here. It's the uh, the Lexus Melbourne Cup. Devel Legend is three eighty, and I sort of agree. They bet six fifty, five fifty. So I wouldn't be surprised if it drifts from here. They're just trying to, uh, I guess, capture people in multis that are trying to get this horse rolling. So buy beware there. Gold Trip eleven dollars. Montefilia eleven dollars. Without a fight eleven. Realm of Flowers thirteen. Luna Flare fifteen. Bound declared nineteen. Who your mail twenty. Twenty one. Douay. And Misery twenty one. Knights Order twenty one. Smoking Rooms twenty one. Stockman thirty one. Young Murder similar quote. And then forties. And better the rest. So uh, we're going to cover them all. We can uh, we'll go in uh, saddlecloth order. But let's have a look at a couple of the key lead ups, and um, we might just roll all the replays, and uh, we'll just chime in and uh, give some, um, I guess, uh, commentary around it. But uh, here's the great Voltager, and uh, in the white, 
is Devel Legend in the uh, with a red little uh, stripes so on his Bogabong in front too, right? Yeah, so El El Bogadon slaughtered by Ollie in the Cox Plate. So I guess that's how uh, you can sort of half line the form up. The one everyone's saying, oh yeah, it's going to be a different scenario with a bigger field, but this horse was hemmed back in and away on the fence, and it didn't bother him, and then. He actually sort of had to angle out and then sort of make his run. And he's gone past El Bogadon like he's been nailed to the fence. So I'm starting to think that this horse around the big field, like the character that he showed to angle himself out, I don't think it's going to be too much of a negative there. Without a uh, fight as the next one in the, in the yellow here in the Godolphin Stakes, and I'm not sure the class of this race, but... Uh, Again, he's another one that sort of makes a bit of a searching run and his best stuff is sort of on the line here in the yellow. He sort of only really <clears throat> gets his revs up in the last sort of 200 metres. So. ride. Like why, why he's going through that gap, I don't know. I hate stays, especially over there. They're not so they're not used to going through for tight runs. So hmm. Maybe he's just training him mm. to uh, to get there. Anyway, who is who you mal? And this is a, uh, a race back in July. This is the Gordon Stakes named after Flit. I reckon this is... This is a key lead-up because you've got Doville Legend down the outside here. Hugh Yamal back to his inside in the yellow. Doville Legend is all over the place in this race. The rider sort of drops the rain here and he lays in badly. Uh, this is a reason a lot of people are knocking him because he doesn't have great race craft. He's sort of all over the place. He only just gets Hugh Yamal on the line there. Um, you would have thought, you know, he's got a bit more ability than him off that run, but that's what a lot of people are sort of saying. He's he's a bit wayward, this Dover legend. Mm, he's Knight's Order, sort of. They didn't really give him a gut buster here. You've got Gerst, the Durson, sorry, trucking. You've got uh, Montefilia and uh, Douay coming on the outside. I think Montefilia, she had a bit of traffic to sort of weave around in. And then you've got Gold Trip. Just not sure with Gold Trip. Is he going to run out the uh, the strong 3200? Same with uh, Numerian. There's a couple of question marks over those. Uh, DK obviously mentioned that uh, Vow and Declare has been uh, absolutely flying. And this is uh, the Metrop here. So this ties in the Durston form. You've got Stockman whacking away. Long searching run, Realm of Flowers. What were you going to say something there? Searching, searching, searching. And I was just saying, Realm of Flowers is the one. I, I, I actually I hadn't looked at the betting. I, I was surprised. It's the horse that's quite interesting, but it's well found also, isn't it? Mm, so I, I was interested with the way that um, Realm of Flowers is entitled to sort of knock up here and, and just seeing that last 100 metres surges again. And I think if the race just goes for longer, um, I, I question whether it may just go keep kicking further in front. Here's uh, Francesco Guardi. They went 100 miles an hour. Mm, you've got Serpentine's already out of the screen, so he's already knocked up. Uh, he's starting to knock up there. And then you've got Francesco Gardi and uh, Beggy's horse, Luna Flair, is, um, does her best best work late and just keeps sort of powering away to the line there. So I think uh, that's nearly the uh, the lot of all the replays there, and we've sort of zipped through them. So you can uh, you can replay that if you're watching it on our YouTube channel uh, back at home. But try to zip through those replays because uh, I guess everyone's seen them. We've um, hopefully shone a little bit of light on a couple of the uh, internationals. The only one that we haven't really covered there is maybe Kimura, uh, which I'm told is potentially a bit of a duffer on uh, on the track. Um, but let's let's go through runner by runner, and we can uh, put some more commentary around a couple of runners. But uh, Gold Trip's the first one. Jay Jay Spencer off. Mzara on. It's a positive here. Absolute slaughter in the Cox Plate. Does it run twenty? Oh, sorry, thirty-two hundred. Glue on shoes. Put a line through it. No, you can't win a Melbourne Cup with glue on shoes. I don't care. Class horse. Uh, I think he's absolutely flying this prep. Um, he's he's not treated well at the weights here with 57 and a half, is he? Like he's won one race and he's got to carry the top weight. But 
I think he'll run well. I just don't know if he'll run 3,200 at the price. I couldn't back him to sort of run 32 at sort of – he's like second pick in the market at $11 at the moment. Um, I'd need longer to back him, but I think he will run well. I mean, the first thing I'm attracted to is a flashing light running the Cox Plate. I mean, that's – you know, that's always – Cox Plate has always been a great lead-up to a to a Melbourne Cup. So um, – but uh, the weight, and then the weight gets me and the um, yeah, the 57 and a half and the end of 3,200. Mm, that's, that's a big query for me, this <clears> – <throat> 57 and a half is probably the nail in the coffin for him. I wouldn't be surprised if he runs sort of top five, but uh, definitely mm, I can't come into him at $11. Dewey is the next one. Um, you say it's not a horse of yours, Walt, but it is sort of a horse of yours. And poor old Josh Parr has been uh, given the uh, the lemonade on this one. I thought she was okay in the Caulfield Cup. Well, I, I can tell you for a fact, Josh got off it and he was over the moon. He thought it was just a perfect run for a, a, the Melbourne Cup, you know, so he was – he was really happy getting off the horse and, and thought it was on target. Um, in isolation, I thought Monophilia was better than it. Mm. But um, if you tie them in together and say they're the right form and the right run, uh, yeah, it's a player. It's a player. It's drawn perfectly. Obviously, Bowman's uh, you know on it now, and uh, you know that's no loss. Is <laughs> that's no loss uh, compared to Josh as, as big as an opinion I, I have of Josh. So it's uh, it's um, you know he can run well. Mm. Twenty one dollars looks a big price, Nico. To my eye. Yeah, I thought she was big odds. Just looks like she's been set for the race. The Caulfield Cup was very slowly run, and that that was the thing that's not going to advantage her, is it? Dick? I think it advantaged Montefilia there and didn't advantage her. Yeah. So she wants, and you know, get a testing cup if that serpentine and that roll. She's that's what she wants. Sectionally, not much between them. Late, like Montefilia's the quickest home. She's the second quickest home in the Caulfield Cup. She's just building, building. You know, best run is probably that win at Flemington in the Australian Cup, where they went out at brutal speed. They're going to go quick in this Melbourne Cup. Knights Order, Serpentine. Um, pointing a PN, there's a few that are really going to sort of set this tempo up. Um, she can go well enough in the soft tracks. If it was a real heavy bog track, there might be a question mark over her. But I think she's the horse that's over the odds currently. Um, she's definitely going to be a winner for me. I think she'll run really well, but she's not in my numbers, but I think she'll run really well. Yeah, I, I tend to agree in terms of like genuine heavy, slight little question mark here. Knights, Order, Walt, uh, eight-year-old. Going to uh, give a lot of cheek out in front. Didn't bust him up in the Caulfield uh, Cup. Oh, I, I I thought this horse would be a place moral and maybe like a, a one by 44 bet, um, especially at the price. But I tell you what, ever since Serpentine comes into the field, he's just going to be – might drive this horse mad. It's got blinkers on too, I think, is it? Serpentine or not? It doesn't matter. Either way. It just annoys you that it's in the race, Serpentine, like far out, three-day backup. Like, it went good the other day. It deserve its place off that, but, yeah, what's it going to do? And more importantly, what's Lloyd going to tell him to do, you know? Like they, sometimes he tells him to stay 12 and a half off for the first 1,600 and do some crazy stuff. So it definitely adds a an element that makes it difficult for Knight's Order probably more than any horse. But he's drawn wide and uh, at least he gets a look at him. He's got, you know, how what's he got, a 1,000 metres to get across from that, that draw and find a spot and I think the best thing about Knight's Order is he he runs the trip and he runs it strong um, you Jeez, know any rain's going to help him uh, I, I think he's you know it, it's just obviously depends on the tempo for him but um, he's going to run really well for mine unbelievable you just just looking at punting for me this prep he hasn't been beaten more than two lengths if you look at his last two preps he hasn't been beaten more than four. He's just as honest as, as the day's long. He cannot possibly leave this horse out of uh, exotics. Nico, what did you think of the Caulfield Cup run for him? And I think it's another least suited by the tempo. You know, they just, it feels like they're just aiming for one race, and it's this. Um, 
yeah, Walt Seal Stale Day, like that Sydney Cuppy one was brutally run, like to the 600. They went so fast and he's as strong as anything late. Perfect preparation. The wet track will suit him. If it's a heavy track, he's the horse that probably he's, comes in. He's the, the one. Most. He's the one you'd warm to more, yeah. and you'd think the market would if the more rain, the more rain come. But he's rain, yeah, racing so well, he'll be on pace. I mean, Walt's obviously been kicking up for him for a long time. Um, so yeah, so you have absolute respect, particularly if, the, if it's yeah, a, it's it's, it's can he win the race without finding control? Because there's probably yeah. no way he's, unless Serpentine misses the start. There's no way he's crossing him considering Serpentine's on twenty three and he's twenty four. Yeah, like they're just going to both come across together. Yeah, so he's probably right. outside lead. Serpentine might put up the white flag a thousand out though, and he's he's sole lead for a while. Who knows? But oh, I think he'll run you a great race. He's got to be in your exotics if you're playing that way. I know. It's a it's a big if, but it, if it was if it had a stayed in the like in a heavy or a soft seven or a heavy eight, he probably wins the Caulfield Cup. Who's that? Knight's order. Yeah, and if he goes a tick quicker, he probably wins it. But um, I think it was more than the fence off and trying to you know having to steer away from the inside and. And well, that was not easy, but I, I, at the end of the day, I don't think, you know, he's, he's far better suited here than he was there. Mm. It wouldn't shock me. There's a lot of people that say you have to run in the cup once. If once you run in the cup once, you, you can't come back and win and win it. Like if you don't win the cup in your first oh, tried it, Dave-o. that sort of thing. None of those stats, Davo. Well, I don't, I don't think that that matters. DK That's what I'm trying to say. Sleep. I'm bloody, I'm, I'm still thinking I, about I don't think that matters. Girl. We don't need any Davo <laughs> stats today. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I nearly got you on tilt oh, early. It's good. God, I hate it. It'll just improve oh, the show. Someone to say, oh, Barrier 9. What, oh, my God. <laughs> so I think Bet R was straight on it. When they like two winners from Barrier 9 in the last 100 years, you beauty. It's the worst barrier to draw. Oh, yeah, my God. I don't think, yeah, Barrier 24 is no dramas for that horse, but uh, Serpentine's drawn 23. You just can't script it. It's just so, it's such All a- the speeds draw wide pretty much, except for New Merian, I think. it's And it, it's probably, it'll go first to the fence, and the rest of them will just cruise across. This horse is fascinating, Montefilia. She might be the class horse uh, in the field for mine. She was absolutely super behind Animo first up. Cascadian form doesn't look that bad anymore on the uh, second up for her. And then uh, in the Caulfield Cup, again, she was the uh, the quickest last 200. The query here that most people seem to be talking about is 3,200 metres. Walt, do you think she can? Yeah, I remember I chimed into her second up and, um, and after the race we were like, well, she was coming again on the line. They went 100 mile an hour. Maybe he's just poured a lot of work into where he's targeted one race. And I think, you know, we've sort of mentioned that with Duo. We've mentioned it with Knight's Order. And I think these are the three horses that have all been targeting one race. If they picked up something along the way, it was a complete bonus. And, you know, uh, he's sometimes hard to catch, David Payne. But I, I feel like he's just really, you know, if she's ever going to run 3,200, which I don't think, there's no problem with this horse, 3,200, to be honest. Um, it, a bog track probably would be the, the problem, the drier, the better, I think, for her when it comes to the distance. But, uh, yeah, I think she's absolutely flying. And just just reading between the lines for that second up run, I'm happy to sort of forgive her there and say all three runs have been top class. She's, she's $11. Can you boys chime into her at the price? I went looking for her, obviously, because of that run in the Caulfield Cup, you know, the lead up, the flashing light, strong after the line, all that all that stuff we love, Nico, the quicks last you know. So I went looking for her. And a class will take her a long way. I didn't end up landing on her, but I did go looking for her. And I can, you know, again, the end of a testing 3,200 probably was my my, my concern. But um, I think she's a bit like Gold Trip. Class is going to take her a long way yeah. in this race this year. Like, because there's just a few horses that lack the class that they do. Like, they're probably wait for, they're in some of our better wait for age horses, aren't they? Yeah. You know, we've got Animo and Zark and all that. They're the A grade. They're, the, they're the top of the B, this lot, aren't they? And that's that's enough to win you a Melbourne Cup for sure. It's just whether she can run 3,200. Um, 
I was sort of adamant early in her career that she couldn't run 24. Probably got a bit of egg on my face now, given how she ran so well in the Coffee Cup. But it was slowly run. Mm. She's going to find a real fast run race here. Look, wouldn't surprise me if she won. No, that's right. She could piss in and we'll say, oh, well. Yeah, but I can't back her at $11. No. I didn't realise it's eleven dollars. To be honest, just looks a little bit skinny at the price. Wouldn't shock. Yeah, it's yeah, it's probably yeah. You could mark her around that. Are you chiming into it with uh, that eleven dollars in a Melbourne Cup? If you mark at eleven dollars, probably not. Mm. Namirian's an interesting one. Uh, obviously, got similar form lines through, and the market's just uh, basically put him in the bin. Seventy-one dollars is sixty, sixty, seventy dollars out there. It's just. Um, Another one, a big qu- like he's, he obviously he, loves loves the heavy, quick, but again, he's a question mark over thirty two hundred. I know you want to keep on. I just, why do you think there is twelve dollars between Jouet and Montefilia? What why is the gap? Just that little bit different in the last. What what what's the gap for? Jouet's got less of a flashing light on her this prep, doesn't she? Yeah. Like Montefilia was really good last start. She's great first up. Um, whereas Jouet's kind of like just been battling away, but sectionally last start there wasn't much between them, especially that last two hundred. So it's weird, isn't it? I, I'd be saying it's very visual uh, orientated there. The market. Jouet is more likely to firm um, towards the eleven than than Montefilia is to sort of head towards the twenty three. So well, interesting. I, I'd agree with Walt. I, if I had a free bet, there's plenty of them around. Mm. Uh, free bet, I'd rather back Jouet than Montefilia. Twenty three, yeah, yeah, hundred mm. percent. Good point. And then you've got such you've got a better rider, and you've got a. Mm, it's, yeah, it's, you've got a, well, you've got the you've got the probably the most experienced rider in the race. Yeah. Mm. Good rider stays too. So, yeah, good call there. And if the one's over the odds, it's probably uh, Jouet. Nemerian, uh, 3,200. Maybe the query loves the wet, as I just said. Uh, draws draws a good gate. Big, big time rider. Tommy Berry can just bob up in these sort of things. Barrier seven can park behind the speed. Yeah, he'll get a super soft run. It's just he looks a big question mark at 3,200. Yeah, I agree. And the form ties in with uh, Monophilia. Like, beat at home, two starts back and... Had just as hard a run. Had a harder run. Mm. Had a lot of harder run, to be fair. It's crazy. If it runs the trip, which is a huge query, it's hard to leave it out of your multiples and stuff just because of the suck run it's going to get. But, um, yeah, I don't think it runs the trip. Mm. That's the uh, the disappointing. Uh, Without a fight, uh, W Buick, we just saw it uh, in the uh, Godolphin Stakes. Bit of a query uh, maybe around the class of this horse, but... um, 3,200 metres, the way it sort of hit the line indicate well, for off its, uh, the replay that we just shown before would suggest that um, it's very likely to run the 3,200 out. Wet track, though, query. Where does it get to? That's my second. When he, and he wasn't. That, that was the trainer's stuff. That was a, they set straight after the barrier draw, mm-hmm. too. Said he's going to have to, might have to get imaginative W Buick. If he gives it the Zapateo ride, it could be 45 <laughs> off him. <laughs> Holy heck. Like, um, Mate, well, from what he showed yesterday, he flattened J Mac. He just he looked like he's in outer space. He's he's the drawer and the rider are the two things. Otherwise, I probably got like second pick. So what we're saying with that light infantry, the the, the, the import the international riders in the big fields like this horse is only ever basically running small fields. Yeah, like his last four starts are in six horse fields or three horse fields. Yeah, and now he's now he's eighteen of twenty four. So that'd be my concern with him. The favourite did run well in a 90s horse field, but it did get the sort of dreamest run of all time. So it's a query for it as well. We haven't got there. Mm. But, I, yeah, I, don't, mm, I, could, I couldn't discount this horse, but do I want to chime in with, uh, as you said, with $11 and uh, W Buick on, I'd, I probably wouldn't leave it out of exotics, but I can't, I'm not really knocking the door down to back it, but definitely when he can Same boat here. Kamora, uh, real query runner here, uh, flopped in the Curra last start. And the market's poo pooed this, and I think it's uh, I think it's uh, it's the one that's uh, 
the query on the on the soft tracks, its its form on good tracks is ten times better than than the wet slop. It goes in third and fourth in my trifectas or something. It's one of those ones that could just flop around. And if if none of these horses, there could be only like five horses in the race that run the trip. This thing look, at least looks like it'll slug at the thirty two hundred. But uh, if it wins, I'll be surprised. Yeah, look, I'm not going to lie. I'm not fully across the international form and leaning on a few other people that sort of have a fair idea of the time form ratings and that. Everyone I've talked to just said he's not good enough, so that's enough for me. All right, let's go uh, to number eight, Deauville Legend. Uh, I, I guess he's sort of the obvious here, and the trainer's confidence is what gives me confidence in this horse, and I think he was the travelling foreman or he was connected to Charlie Appleby. What price would he be if uh, Charlie Appleby, Appleby trained him is a question that I'd sort of pose. Uh, he's bred to to get through the wet tracks, even though he hasn't seen one. Uh, he looks the type, and he is definitely um, a, a wet, by wet track size, so there should be no issue there. He gets K-Mac. Um, does he run 3,200? Probably the only query. Is And does he get through the wet? Otherwise, he's entitled to be favourite on... Um, I guess what we've seen, heard, the ratings from overseas, he is the obvious and he'll be the biggest roar ever if he wins. He's, a, he's for me, he said seven starts, he's not seasoned, draws good. He's got he's got a blindfold on that absolutely scares the shit out of me that it won't even go in the gate. It's been barred before for uh, having trouble, but he has been gelded since. What else has he got? He's got he's got all sorts of weird gear on him. Um, Cannibal Ector like job. And stuff. Like he's, he hangs, uh, he does... A lot wrong in the run. So it's a okay, such a bad <laughs> race that okay, maybe he's just better than them. Does he run the trip? Don't know. He's that he's for me, I'm betting around him and standing him out in a trifecta. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm standing him out in a trifecta and I'm and I'm putting the horses that I like him behind him. And then I'm just betting him right around him. Because three dollars eighty is insanity. But he, it could be right. But like- it's just got to be there's just so much against this horse. Uh, he's got to handle the travel. He's got to handle the conditions here. He's got to handle this, you know, everything here. It's just, it's, it's, um, there's a lot of question marks around this horse. And, and whilst you probably wouldn't swap him for anything in the race, $3.80, my God. He's put on four kilos traveling across. Nico, what's, what's your mail from, from, I guess that you're on the ground a bit more. You've got ties down in Melbourne there. What's, what's the talk about this horse? I haven't heard any mail from any of the horses at Wavy. I've had a good look at a lot of the vision though of them and sort of when they got off the plane and sort of we saw that vision of all of them getting off together, I thought this horse probably looked like he traveled the best. Like he didn't look like he lost a lot of weight compared to a I few of them. I don't think I said he didn't drop, drop anything at all. Yeah, he looked like he just, it looked like he could have raced that day, that kind of yeah. thing. Whereas a few of them come off and they were very skinny. Like Hugh Yamal was probably the one I took the most note of that he didn't look like he traveled the greatest. So. This guy travelled cross counter. I think that's probably his biggest claim to fame recently. Interestingly enough, you sort of look at the time form ratings. I think he's gone to one twenty one on time form, um, which is solid compared to the rest of the horses in the race. But you know, a horse like cross counter who came out of here very similar profile went to one twenty six before he won the Melbourne Cup. Mm. So four with, kilos less with four kilos less. It, like he's been he's been penalty like the handicap he's at at the moment. He's I think he's been he's marked up to it like he's going to win it, isn't he? Like mm. fifty five kilos. There's no sort of give or take there. Um, there's a lot of ticks for him, but there's also a lot of negatives. Like he he doesn't seem like he's the most tractable horse. He can lay in, he can lay out. All those gear changes. Walt was talking about. They're like half negatives, aren't they? But they all add up. They all add up. Mm. It's how much ability he's got. I think it's it's really just a price thing. Like can, can you back him at three eighty? 
you got to be super sure at 380, don't you, that he's just the horse to beat and he's so much better than him. If he's six bucks, I think our conversation's yeah, a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. $5, 550 that's right. Yeah. I, I don't think you'll see I it, I think though. it's a question of price. He's obviously, you know, probably pro- favourite. Even then, he'd be hard to, like, bet right up on for me, just with all the little things, you know. Like, as I, said, I just think he's a perfect horse for exotics. Does the price, like the factor of the price come in at all with, you know, the the new sort of promos we've seen going around with a few of the corporates and that, is that factored into this early price of a few of them getting off early? I don't know. You boys know more than about that than me, sort of how the big mob sort of handle the cup. Multis through would be still painful. That's, I spoke to it's, Tristan. It's, and- it's in everybody's best interest to keep this horse as short as possible for as long as yeah, possible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they just cut. like the, the, Tristan's already standing this horse, not a good result for him. And... Well, you know you're going to lay it. Yeah, you know you're going to lay it. Doesn't yeah. matter, and even as it gets out, that's it. Like best hope, things like that, whatever. But it's um, yeah, it's weird. Like, what can you push? What are they going to back to beat it? You know, there's just not that much there. So I can't see it getting getting out too far. I think it, you'll get five dollars. Mm. It's uh, just so sure. obvious when you just put the obvious line through El Bogodon slaughtered, and then all of a sudden this thing runs past it over further. Who's to say he's not going to just keep running? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's even that Cox Plate form to me. I know it's, we've been through the ringer there. That's all pretty cr- – like, I think that's mo- good mile form. I honestly think that's good mile form, um, like top-class mile form. But it's just, you know, how do you how do you, how do do you you factor that into this horse, into this? I'm, I think that I think the market's sort of overdone it. Hard to beat. I'm glad you, it's in the race. Yeah, hard to beat if he gets, gets a trip, wait, and uh, handles the wet conditions. Obviously very popular. Hard to see him. No, no one's going to un- – well, he's just going to run favourite and he's going to be – Relatively short. Maybe he'll get $5, maybe not. Stockman is the next one here. Uh, tell you what, this horse is mega, mega fit. Uh, Joe Pride likes the uh, the wet conditions, four from 10 on the heavy, and uh, it was pretty good yesterday on the backup. Interesting little pathway through now, the Rose Hill Gold Cup. Um, Walt, it's your backyard. Can't, can it? Like, it's just not good enough, surely. I, I think it's got the best preparation in the world. As in, he's given it as good a preparation as he possibly can. Joe Pride, absolutely flying. Every horse in his stable flying. Perfect draw. Handles the wet. Handles try. Yeah, like he ticks every box you probably want him to tick. But like then you got a like a Rapaho form. My God, like Jesus. And even yesterday, it only had a barrier trial, but those horses sort of beat up on him. He hit the line really well. Yeah, I, I don't know. He goes in like third and fourth as well. If he wins a Melbourne Cup, too good. Yeah, I, I don't know if he can win it, but I think he's a, a great chance for like top five, top ten bets. Um, I think him top ten will probably be my best way in the race, I reckon. I think he's just going to run a, a huge race here. He loves wet tracks. Because he's 30, I don't know what price you get for that, but it's a great bet. What price is he, Nico? Top ten? I, I don't know if there's that many markets out. I think if you got sort of 250... 220 range, he'd probably be pretty keen because he's going to stay all day. Like, that's the stick with him. Is yeah, he? he's a he's a full out and out stay. Like, that St. Ledger. 3,200? No, oh, there'd be more. I thought that was my concern to go up his Sydney The St. Ledger Cup. win, like, that was a brutally run 2,600 meter race and he just kept playing away. The Sydney Cup was just, he was out of the race. Like, they, the leader's just off and gone and he's just in another pack. He did start favorite. Hmm. He's got the form tie ins. You know, he carried the weight in the Metrop and was sort of right behind him. You know, Durston's come out in that run well since. If you're kicking up for Realm of Flowers, well, he carried. Five and a half kilos more than her is right on her back. He butchered it. He's then. had the great, he butchered it. great preparation. Drops in the weight. I think he, he's going to run you a huge race. I think he's a top ten moral. I would have thought, but don't know if he can win. And he's the kind of thing if you tie, if you do like him, it tie him in with Realm of Fowls quite well. I think because it was butchered there. He's, he's run well since she hasn't run. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I he think, just has to run well. I, has to I run agree, well. and I think the bet that you've sort of uncovered there's very good, just especially the draw, everything. And you know that Clipperton's going to be conservative, so he's not going to be trying to ride him a pair closer. He'll just try and save ground and just keep coming. It's fascinating that he's he's run twice since Robert Flowers has seen the racetrack. And run well twice too, which is, is always a positive for mine leading into a race like this. Mm, and you saw, I guess, Durson... Uh, Frank, the, uh, the Metrop form there as well. So interesting to see uh, that preparation from Joe Pride. Vowing Declare is the next one. This is DK's horse. Going uh, going super, this horse. Uh, maybe yeah, getting close to its uh, career best form. DK, heavy track, heavy. B Shin. Yeah, B Shin. Like, he has got some positives, this horse. Like, B Shin and riding as well as ever. And, um, but oh, I suppose my biggest concern to go near, I went again and went looking for him. Um, I mean, Three years apart's unheard of trying to win a cup three years apart. And the, say, what's a deteriorating track? You know, like if it's deteriorating from a soft seven into a heavy sort of thing, I think that's he, he wouldn't really handle that. I think probably soft seven is as wet as he wanted. You know, um, but he, look, he hasn't run a bad race. He's hasn't run a bad race this prep. Um, got Beijin. Um, maps got, maps beautiful. Maps beautifully. Maps ga- gate four. So, um, but he's I mean nineteen dollars. It's don't think there's any spoil in the price either. He probably, you know, that's he's he's, he's he seems a bit tight there. But um, look, he can run well. Again, I didn't end up landing on him, I mean, because of the um, the deteriorating tracks. My probably major concern. Yeah, him and Young were the next horse I'm going to look at. I thought if it was a, a dry track, you, you're completely marking them different to the prices they are now. If it's a dry track, because they're just so much more in play. But just with the wet, um, I was probably going to be against both. I can't I can't add to much more than what you guys are saying. You won't hear this again before Tuesday. I don't think it runs a trip. Well, it, I don't think it runs it, it had its birthday when it won the Melbourne Cup. Mm. It was a pretty slowly run race. It's a joke. I don't think it runs a trip. It was 10 out of 11 or 12 out of 10 ride from Willow the day that it uh, won the Melbourne Cup. It was, what was it, three years ago, DK? Jesus. That was a different lifetime, different different world. Fairborn and Danny O'Brien showing signs of life, but, yeah, not for me. Mm. Seems seems well found at the <clears> price, <throat> I would have thought. Probably double the odds. I'd maybe entertain it. Uh, Young Werther is the next one. Bit disappointing, perhaps. Only beaten, I guess, three lengths and found a bit of a flat spot in the uh, the Cox Plate. But uh, the run prior was uh, was pretty good over two thousand meters. Definitely a Flemington horse. I guess it's got uh, some Derby form. The wet track probably not as big a disadvantage here. Uh, it's got not a bad rider in D Lane. Where does he? I guess he just carts across from Barrier Twenty One with the speed. Parks in behind him. It's got a terrible setup for a horse that's not proven at the distance for mine. So I just can't. Like having two thousand meter runs, jumping to thirty two hundred when you've got no real thirty two hundred history, just have to pen it. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm in the same boat there. I thought he's a massive career at the end of um, end of the trip. Yeah, I think he's gone really well. It's just there's a few things against him: the barrier and the, the track conditions. Quick one, that one. Uh, who your mal is the next one? Gay bot. Uh, it's got rat. Eighteen dollars. Uh, I think if you can make a case for Doville Legend. Um, as favourite or his favourite. So I thought this horse, if he can repeat his Gordon Stakes form, if he can forgive his last start flop, I think this is a horse to my eye that looks like he can run the trip as as a as one thing. And then he's breeding. I know he's um I think I know he's the past trainers and this horse they've poo-pooed him and even Gay might say the same thing. He's looking for a dry track, but I wouldn't rule this horse out on a wet track either. I think um, he's a real wild card, this horse, for mine, down down on 53.5 kilos. But um, obviously hasn't travelled really well. That's a major concern compared to the favourite. 
Walt, you're you're sort of in the click with this camp. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been in Sydney, so that doesn't help me. But um, uh, from what I asked, it just feels like I, he looked like he was going to die the last two hundred meters last start, which is not great. Fifty one <laughs> days ago, you know, like if you go off the run two starts back, okay. But he sort of ran into race there the other time, last start, I and mean, then he sort of got the death wobbles. He's been on a plane since there, like Nico said. Like um, you know, I trust people who who look at horses all the time, and he he's like this horse looks pretty light. That's not what you want, you know. You can't turn a horse around to to run in this, and you want them to be at their best to be you know performing in a race like this. So uh, from what you know, I have asked, and and the answers I'm getting are all pretty you know uh, you know boycott got the bat out and just got the pads on and blocking blocking. Just I think they're praying. I think the horse. <laughs> Is you know sticky tape together is probably the best way to say it. Like I don't mean as in he's not sound in any way, shape, or form. I just feel like they're just hoping they get something out of him here, and maybe twelve months times when he's actually going to perform. It's a funny horse because like he ran really well in that Epsom Derby, but he was one hundred and fifty to one. He probably should have ran third. Then he did start seven dollars against Dover Legend in the Gordon Stakes, and Dover Legend started fifteen. Dover Legend beats him, but Ryan Moore drops the whip. So how much did you sort of factor that in? Then he's winning the March stakes was good then last start. Like, well, so he sort of fell out of the screen. But he did start 8.50. If that winner of that race was in the cup, it would be extremely short. Everyone's saying Alder, Alderov or whatever his name is. Mm. Um, speaking with sort of Travel last night in our preview, he said he profiles very similar to Furiante the year, the first year he came out. Apparently came off a flop, but his form prior was pretty good. And Gay kind of just, you know, sticky tape patched him up and he ran really well. So... Going off that sort of profile, he was a four-year-old horse as well. Um, you know, you can maybe draw some sort of lines there. Um, she knows how to do it, but he's, I just have to see him in the yard before I backed him. I could see you could make a case he's over the odds on all these form lines and that. I just I couldn't back him without seeing him in the yard. No, I'm like, well, I'm putting him at the trip. I don't, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, I think the t- the two hundred will be uh, the white flag will go up. Oh, I think he's the X factor. I'm I'm very frightened of this horse. Very scared. And got uh, right camp, right rider. Don't be scared, Nick. Why? Don't be scared. <laughs> Just don't be scared. <laughs> oh, that bet, was bet, sca- bet, bet, bet. Don't be scared. Scaring Walt is uh, the serpentine. What oh, a scary! What an interesting character this horse is. Yeah, the horse is not scary. The hey, the, 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 Lloyd's scary. Lloyd is scary. He is a scary human. Uh, this is one of the most remarkable preps that I can recall. Starts back with uh, a seven-length defeat. Tuvalu over 1,600, 2,500 metres. Then uh, behind High Emotion, Luna Flair only got beaten by two lengths. Just maybe someone like me stopped him in the Mooney Valley Cup and he had cardiac arrhythmia. I'll tell you, what, I've backed about 10 horses that that's happened to. Francesco Gardi, he was uh, the first horse beaten in that race. And then I thought he was really gallant uh, yesterday in the uh, the Lexus Archer Stakes. I thought he uh, did the work, probably had the wind in his face. I know it was blowing early. And um, and he was still there, I guess. Um, has it has it flattened the horse the last two runs? Not sure, but um, oh, I just think he's now there just to bring your boy Knight's order unstuck. And these two are just going to clap it on and well, set the won't. race up for the closers. They won't because yeah, like the beauty of Tim being drawn outside him is that he's not going to eyeball him. So if this horse wants to roll, Tim just slots behind him. You know, it's not um, it's not a disaster, but it is a disaster that he's there because he might get control without him. Yeah, I I think, you know, I'm the biggest Surefire fan in the world, as you're well aware, and I think the horse has been cast for about four runs Surefire. I thought he was gone at the 600 in the Geelong Cup and, and did a, you know, kept trying, and I thought he was gone yesterday at the 600 and still put this horse away. Yeah, I, if that's the right form for the Melbourne Cup, um, we're all in trouble. 
Yeah, pen job. Oh, yeah, I'll side. I'm a bit of side with Walt there. So he's just going to be an absolute pest, that horse. Daquan Sweet Jr. is the next on the list here. Uh, Nico, you might uh, take this one away. It's got the Lunar Flare form. It's got form around Smoke and Romans. Not a bad run against Emissary. I think Flemington really suit him. He seems to go well sort of the bigger tracks. Um, Morfittville, he ran really well at Randwick. He won the Adelaide Cup. He ran a great race. He was probably the run of the race in the Sydney Cup. He got back, charged the line um, behind Knight's order in a real fast race. He'll run the trip. It's mm. just sort of how good he's going. This preparation is probably the the question mark over him, especially his last run. He kind of had every chance there in the Bart Cummings and finished second last. It's been an okay form race. Um, you'd probably rather Lunar Flare out of that sort of run, and you probably would have loved him to have another run since then. But at his absolute best, I think it could be a top five chance. I just don't know if he's in the same form he was sort of in the autumn. Yeah, that's what I might think. With the wet track, the stamina, no problems with that. But uh, is he going good enough? I like this horse. Yeah, I, I think he um, he sets up super for the race. Well, if he's if you, you give, if you make a narrative like the others that he's had one race in mind, he sets up well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you said, the big question is: is he in Sydney Cup, Adelaide Cup form? If he's in that form, he's in the finish. You know, he's probably ten dollars. Um, and I think he's been completely outsprinted at every start. He's been in the wrong spot. I can make excuses for all these runs back. Um, yeah, he's he's one of the better 40, 50 to 1 chances in the race for mine and runs the trip mm. right out. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't leave this guy out of sort of third and fourth placings if you're going to go wide, start to go wide and exotics. I can think and he can really and improve. And, and D, D Moore goes all right. Pardon? And first and second. Is this another man's always? No, moment? it's not a man's always, but it should, it, should, I it should be $15 <laughs> and it's 50s or 40s or whatever it is. So. Yeah, I can uh, I can see your angle there. All right, Grand Pomenade is the next one. Uh, this is your camp, Ma Eustace. Nico, lead us away. Yeah, I've always loved him, this horse. He's been good to me, but he, he ran sixth in the race last year. He was gallant then, and he was probably not going anywhere near as good this preparation. I thought the – I backed him in the Mini Valley Cup. I thought that was his kind of race, and he just can't go in the wet. The wet just seems to really sort of slow him down. So if it was a dry track, you could make a case for him, but – in the wet, you just have to be against. You know this horse really well, Nico. Now, Nico knows it well. That was my thing. The, the wet track is a dry tracker. So if it was wet, if it was dry, you'd be looking to keep him on side, maybe big odds. But no, not for me. Mm. Uh, he that, that I'm happy to pen that horse. Dry the better as well for that previous one too. I think even though it did run well in that Sydney Cup, dry, Dac- 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 I think sweat. yeah, dry the better for it. And yeah, the I, I agree. I think this one's not quite as strong as the previous and um, needs to try. Mm-hmm. The next one here is Arapaho. Rachel King uh, sticks with him. Any, uh, she's your she's your rider, Rachel King. A- anything for Arapaho? Any love, Walt? Mate. Oh, it's fit. How many runs has it had this prep? Me and. What a, what a prep it's had. Me it's and. been up since the start of April. It's incredible. <laughs> that was his first up run. And it's not Lord. as if it's like Lloyd Williams, 58 days between runs. It's uh it, run every week. Oh my god! Like where it goes, sunny coast. Then it went right through Sydney, and uh, and it just keeps running well. But no, I don't think it runs a trip. It's incredible. Horse like Ladonda V's gone out and come back in again. I'm just, I, I get tired looking at this horse's form. Mm. Unbelievable. Mm. 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 I think he's a chance for top ten. I think he's a real chance for top ten. The St Ledger run was good. I thought he sort of charged the line there. I reckon he real won the trip, and he's good on the wet track. So. This is a big slog in a on a you know heavy eight or a heavy nine. Um, I think you could out tough a few late. Um, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what price he is for top tens. He could be long odds given he's hundred to one. I reckon he's a, he's a fair chance to probably lob into the eighth or ninth. But he's eighty to one. Jeez, yeah. hundred to one. Yeah, with bigger shock in history, if he'd win, but he's 
Top yeah, 10 he might just grind grind a few away and just sort of chip away there at a few of them and you know get into the the middle brigade. And Misery is the next one here, and I think he just showed that he's an out and out dry tracker. Soft tracks, good tracks are okay, but um, NQR on a on a heavy deck, he just doesn't want wet this horse. But promising uh, style of horse, like him, and gets a nice weight drop from the Geelong Cup. Historically, Geelong Cup's been a good form line, but uh, I think he's just a duffer on the wet. P Maloney. Paddy's all right. Don't go knocking Paddy. He'll, he'll ride him well here. Um, this is his camp, Team Maloney. He loves riding winners for them, so gets a, gets a soft run, but, yeah, Beeshin off is probably off, not a positive. I think, I think and Beeshin sort of post-race Geelong Cup, he said, well, he's going to the Cup. Yeah, the concern to be seen at the trip. He's got to be ridden cold too, this thing. It's got to be ridden right back from what I've seen. That was its best run the other day. Yeah, I thought he's hard to find. Mm. Luna Flair, Beggy, this is uh, this is your man, DK. You love Beggy. Luna Flair, she's absolutely airborne, was uh, was really good uh, in the Mooney Valley Cup. Loves Flemington, loves a wet track, 51 and a half kilos. Yeah, no, she's um, she ticks like boxes. Like, um, you know, she's got the lightweight. She's uh, in form from there. Um, just whether she's good enough, but um, gee, she's coming in now. It's a good Francesco Guardi. I mean, it's good form. Yeah, Francesco Guardi was here. I think he'd be second pick. Mm. So that that is good form. It's it's been a good lead up the Mooney Valley Cup, especially fast run ones. Probably Prince of Penzance comes to mind the most of a real fast run Mooney Valley Cup where he just bounced off and into a Melbourne Cup. She's great at Flemington. She loves Flemington. Bart coming soon was great. MD sticks. He's absolutely flying. So well, he goes back aboard. Actually, Geordie rode her last start, but. Yeah, I think she'll run you a huge race. Um, I'm I'm tuning. I think this is the this will be the narrative result I'd like to see the most probably. Very big, big, yeah, yeah. No, be um, be awesome if he, he got the winner. And MD, MD's popping up, isn't he? There he was again yesterday. MD, yep. bless his heart. Yeah. Walt, Walt's favourite jockey. <laughs> Isn't it weird when they get on runs. Uh, Are you, you gonna poo poo this horse? No, oh, it's not one for me. Not, not keen on it. No, I just yeah. don't think it's good enough. Okay. Oh, I think it's a it's a knockout chance. Definitely, uh, I think I've got a fourth pick. I think absolutely airborne. Flemington loves the wet, so there's a couple of really good ticks there. Uh, Nineteen is smoking Romans. Well, uh, Nico, what did you think of the J car ride in the Caulfield Cup? Smoking Romans uh, jumped four dollar favourite. Now it's ballooned back out in uh, price. Now smoking Romans. It's now twenty one dollars. Wasn't her best. Uh, SPs alone, he has to probably be shorter than twenty one dollars. Give me started four dollars in the Caulfield Cup. DK looks like he's yeah. he's ready to launch here. He looks like he's this, found one. This is me. This is me. Not get knocked out of the place at twenties like floating artists. Same camp. I mean, that was totally unsuited. I mean, she was a victim of circumstances there. Uh, she uh, hand up. They walked. You know, he didn't. He didn't want that soft soft tempo being strung up in behind. He's a great horse or fast tempos. Yeah. What's he going to get? Where's he going to map here? He's going to map right behind these things. Mm. You know, he's in the zone. The horse is in the zone. He's got that massive, the three dollar eighty, whatever it is, being a Caulfield Cup. Where it, and it, I, in my opinion, it's an excuse run. So it's coming off the excuse. I was airborne before. Ma Ustas, Jay Carr, they're all win a Melbourne Cup at some stage. He's great. Like he's weighted so well this yeah, year. 51, well. 51, 51 and a half. Like you know? he won the Turnbull, he won the Naturalism. You start favouring the Caulfield Cup, and you come in here with fifty one and a yeah, half. Yeah. Like this year should be. Near and, the top and, of the weights, and it's that. twenty to one. Like it's this is a price. This horse is a yeah. This is value. It's the same price as Luna Flair. That's as far, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So no, that's um as far yeah for a twenty is it me twenty to one twenty to one each way. This horse for sure. Yeah, can't knock him. Can't knock him at all. Draw is pretty ugly, but it just cruises across. It's perfect the way it wins out. It, like works out. It just should just end up four or five off the lead, and you know if they depends how quick they go in a perfect spot. 
Uh, back, Jamie King to ride. Back, back well. to Flemington's a big positive for this horse, I thought. Yeah, uh, it's just an auto. It's an auto include in everything if it runs the trip, which it, it just uh, only time I look at it and think it might not run the trip was last start and she ran up their asses at the 400. So, mm. um, yeah, forgive that and it's it should be probably second, third pick. And the other time, well, in the bag, it carried 60 kilos and it was about, it was the end of its prep. It was up forever. Had about 15 starts, so inconclusive. So you just don't know. This horse could keep kicking. And I love horses like this that just hide in front of the camera, go around 20s every start, win, win, win. Then everyone goes, oh, what have we been missing? It goes $4, gets rolled, and then they just go bang straight back to 20s and it, it chimes in again. They go, oh, shit, we lost it again. Oh, this is just <laughs> a perfect horse to do that. Yeah, yeah, horse. Yeah. It mm. uh, looks looks definitely over the odds and uh, can make a case for it. Okay, Charlie Rose is the next one. This is the Wild Camp. They just do not want a, uh, a heavy track here. So I think slow is probably the best that she wants it. Um, she's much more effective on a good track. I went back through its replays. Actually, it was a really good run in the Caulfield Cup, I thought, and um, sort of found a bit of traffic in the straight and had to sort of change its run. I think uh, checked near the 300 was the punting form uh, note, but, yeah, duffer on the wet. But um, otherwise, I think this horse is going much better than the market uh, price indicates. But, um, yeah. That she's she's a hundred one she's hundred one at top sport because of the wet track hurdler maybe in waiting yeah you, Geelong Cup winner hurdler you, I thought, I thought last a, year was her year like she got into ninth she started twenty one bucks it, she's not going as well this year no, no. impossible to make a case for her in ninth this year I thought Point Nepean is the next one from uh, the Lloyd Williams camp uh, got the Saracen Knight form and a high emotion form another sort of on speed runner. That's going to terrorise Knights uh, or <laughs> W Lord, and he's pulled him out of the cupboard just to really scare me. Uh, He'll be in the cupboard. He'd be a chance off his Ramsden figure in that form. Like he's won, you know, that win that day was okay, but he's come back this prep and he's looked legless. Like he's done nothing. SPs, he's probably in the race, $5 and $8 in the Herbert Power and V High Emotion Interpretation and Co. and that 2500 Val Nuclear, but. He looks like he's in reverse, his preparation. He's going to find something. He's been woeful, hasn't he? Mm. He's been awful, yeah. Is this today? Mm. I'll, I'll be shocked if he wins. Yeah, someone's had a peanut on it today. Lloyd might have 5,000 on it for practice. Mm. I'll need a defibrillator at my place if it wins. Mm. High emotion is the next one. Uh, this is you, Nico. Ma Ustas Teo, your jockey, uh, DK. Hi, mate. $51 last start winner. Brings back bad memories, doesn't it? Teo, my Eustace, Melbourne Cup. But anyway. Fighting uh, artist. It was just a win, wasn't it, uh, in the Bendigo Cup? It was pretty lackluster field. Fast one race, and she was sort of a bit better than him. But, yeah, she beat Port Phillip, who won a benchmark 78 or 70 the start prior. She's good on fast tempo. She likes Flemington. She'll probably run the trip. She's great on wet tracks as well. But I just think she severely lacks the class. You can tie her in with Luna Flair sort of through the bark comings and, and that. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it lacks, yep, class worry, but good on the owners, I think, isn't it? Few, few, the Eagle and all that are in this horse, so good luck to him having a Melbourne Cup runner. Interpretation is the next one. My Eustace again. Nico, just keep handballing to you. Obviously, there's been a, bit, a little big spruik over this horse for a, a, a long time. Yeah, I bet the drift last day is sort of 450 out to sevens and ran accordingly. I pulled up lame out of the Geelong Cup. That's got to be some concern. He does find the blinkers. He probably finds the right jockey. Craig knew it. They've said his last two, they want to ride him aggressive and they just haven't been able to do it. Gets to 3,200 metres. His form overseas at this sort of trip would put him in the race, like without a doubt. He's come here, this preparation. He's been 
solid. Like he wasn't suited in the bar Cummings and the, the market's obviously got a real high expectation of him. I would have thought Blinkers back on fast run race, wet track. The stable said he doesn't want it too wet, but it looks like he'll kind of handle it. Um, you could make a case for him at 50s. Definitely make a case for him at 50s. They keep backing him, don't they? And just that he'll go back to his his, his overseas form. But you know, there's, there's of, something in his overseas form yeah. that's there that's a figure that's good enough to win races yeah, here, correct. isn't there? Because they just keep backing him. But if you're assessing him off what he's done here, he's got a task. He's the other one, I think, that could improve out of sight in a fast run, 3,200. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm. It's just what he's looking for. Mm. Right camp. He's he's the big price. But, um, yeah, he's the he's the other roughy that I throw in everything. Top 10 could be a player. 100%. Especially, yeah, blinkers and fast run. He's just not had it. He's not had like you, you can – he hasn't done a lot, but he hasn't done not, uh, nothing, and he's not had any conditions to suit. So uh, one for exotics there for sure. Number 24 is Realm of Flowers. Uh, interesting run of this. I'm probably m- most confident about this one, so I can lead us off and you guys can uh, pick holes in my argument. But uh, I thought it was super in the Metrop. Three wide, just given a Reese Jones special. Um, wasn't entitled to be in the finish. And in that final 100 metres, as I said on the replay, it just has the temerity, as DK says, just to keep finding. This horse loves Flemington. It loves it wet. It's got 50 kilos, so it's got the fly weight. I go back through its form, and it's um, when it was in the Sydney Cup a couple of years ago, D thought missed the boat on this runner uh, completely. And... Uh, it had a month between runs and then spiked hard and won the uh, Andrew Ramsden by about five lengths. I know it only beat Grand Promenade on that occasion, Miami Bound and Persan and those sort of horses, but um, I think this horse is going super and I think it's just the perfect storm of just conditions to suit. Uh, it's got the Durson form, which you can tie into the the, uh, the Caulfield Cup. And if there's a runner that's just going to be roaring down the outside, here comes realm of flowers if doville legend or a couple of these horses up the top just get anchored by the big weights this is the horse that sort of scares me if um damien thornton just can weave his way through i'm not sure if barrier five maybe midfield at worst but i think this horse definitely runs 3200 and just every ticking every box if the rain comes i'm just more and more and more confident just 11 dollars. like what the hell what the hell 11 dollars <laughs> oh, he can win Eleven dollars. The price is the concern, isn't it? What the hell? That like that's priced to its absolute best, and and the stable's keen that it, she'll run well, like a which is you kind of push your knee when she's a little bit of what is she thirty five days between runs or something? Uh, God damn, eleven dollars. Yeah, look, I think she's set to peak. Um, she won the Ramsden and ran a figure that you know everyone was sort of jumping out of trees saying, "Oh, this is Marvel mm-hmm. Cup winner this year." And then the wheels fell off, and she kind of looks like she's getting back somewhere near that. I think she'll have to be back at that to win the Melbourne Cup. Whether she's at that level, I would have loved her to have another run. Like, I would have loved her to run in a Mooney Valley Cup or a Caulfield Cup, just have another good hit out between the runs. But um, I couldn't knock her. It's just the price. Like, I need sort of thirties to back her, and she's eleven, so yeah. she won't be a I, winner for me. I thought, yeah, I, I really warmed that, that, that lightly. Lightly weighted staying mare, she's you know, a, she's she, great in the wet too. Yeah, she? that's right. So she, um, that, that price is the only concern. But I reckon she'll run a great race. I do, I do definitely in the numbers. I reckon, um, if I warmed to her, her profile and the, as I said, the fifty kilos staying mare. Nope, she's uh, she's in the mix for mine. Good map, good map. Gate five. Hopefully, D Thornton. You can't do, get too much wrong from there. The key with Thornton is he knows her. Like I, yeah, 
That's right, he does. I think uh, we'll go. We'll go around the room. I might go DK top pick and then uh, biggest danger to beat it. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the smoking Romans corner. I thought for a twenty to one chance, didn't miss by much last year with the twenty to one chance. It was twenty one into twelve too. Um, I reckon there'll be money for this horse. Um, oh yeah, just a horse in the zone. Uh, I think he'll map well, and I love him coming off the excuse run at the short SP into the into this. So smoking Romans for me, and I thought that lightly race staying mare. I mean, I fully respect the internationals, but, you know, that's not my cup of tea. I'm, I'm, I'm more about the locals, and uh, so I'm smoking Romans and Roma Flowers for me. All right, Nico? Yeah, I thought it was an extremely hard year. Um, I'm not, I don't really have a top four for the race or anything like that this year. I think I'm getting crafty if I'm playing in the race. I'm back in sort of top 10. Hey, Nico. Top five. We've just top five markets. We've just spoken about it for an hour. Are you more informed now? I know you spent an hour and a half. We've nearly probably put you to sleep, but are you clearer now? I'm pretty grey on the race. Um, <laughs> Due A will probably be my best result, um, and I've I've looked on the fair, and there's a there's about 500 there between sort of 230 and 250 stockmen, uh, top 10. I think they'll probably do me. So he'll be my best result, top 10. I think Due will give you a great sight. Not so it will give you a great sight, but yeah, I, I have to see him in the yard before I'm pulling any triggers on any internationals, that's for sure. But uh, Doville Legend, he's, he's right in the game. I just think he's very short at 380. Also, Due to beat Doville Legend, I'll put that down. Just Due Due each way. She'll run your race. Okay. Well, I've got to stick with Tim, even though Lloyd's going to stuff my life. I just can't. I've got the loyalty loyalty factor. Knight's Order. Yeah, I think that oh, they're from Knight's Order, Due, Smoke and Romans. They're the three that are 20 to 1 that I think should be 10 to 1. Monophilia is the horse at 10 to 1 that I think should be 10 to 1. So they're the four horses I think are the the main. And the, the two monster ruffies that are not to be left out for mine are Interpretation and Dakin Sweet Jr. in all exotics. Okay, that's the field each way for Walt. So I asked for two. We've got six. So that's standard. And they're all 20s. That's all right. You're still back a winner. It's not like you just trying to go, oh, six to four, save on the three to one chance, please. Right. Realm of Flowers on top for me. And uh, do a legend second, Hugh Yamal third pick, and then Luna Flair fourth pick. We only asked for one. No, I just did what you did. Thanks, mate. And then I'm going to take interpretation, smoking around, blah, 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 blah. You've blah. got about 15 bucks worth of ink on that paper, so you're already behind the eight ball. No, I think it's perfect storm. Realm of Flowers from Doville Legend. Uh, that's, th- that's to keep it very, very simple. But uh, I think you guys are on the money, and hopefully uh, we've helped people. Um, there'll be a lot of people that are hedging, trading out, trying to do various things, but there's going to be the most almighty roar if Doville Legend wins. All of Australia are on this horse. So I'm cheering Doville Legend so hard just to stick it up the bookies. I think it'll be brilliant. and Give everyone a bank for the next couple of days at Flemington. It'll be the best ever if Doville Legend wins. I want to see if they go broke. Send them to the wall. Yeah, they're not going to I'm go cheering broke. every favourite. They're not going to go broke. The problem is you you, you, have a, you can't bet with them. That's the problem. They don't take a bet. Jam. They're nightmares. You get you get $86 million in free bets with them and you can't have a bet. It's awesome. Fingers crossed. All right. Top Sport. These guys let you have a bet. These are the steamers and this is where the money's been. I think this could be a donation. Race seven, number seven is Kimura, 2000 at $61. Wasn't me. <laughs> he's got, he's got he's, 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 his owner. One of his owners is a huge punter, so it could be him. You want it again, sir, is probably what Tristan said when that one got clicked off and put in the draw. ASAP, this is a better bet. Montefilia, $1,500 at $16. Price now gone. See price, like price, take price, as Dano says. Could be Dano's bet. $1,500 at $16 Montefilia. Not hopeless. Good ticket. Yeah. Good ticket. And then uh, this is uh, this is probably early this week, so it just shows um, how much 
of a, a, a epoxy price. $384 is about Deauville Legend. $5,000 at $6 on Deauville Legend. And if you can find racing.com's interview with James Ferguson and you've got the the doubts and want a little bit more confidence and a bit of pep in your step, I tell you what, he's so bullish, this young ch- chap, James Ferguson. And the fact that he put on four kilos um, instead of losing on the trip across, if you've got one of those lucky lottery tickets for 101 he's probably going to give a hell of a side if this this bloke knows what he's doing james ferguson and he's worked for charlie appleby he knows what he's doing so that's it that's a wrap from us i think it's the uh the melbourne cup show we've nearly killed jay uh down his dk down there DK, yeah. nearly killed himself really at karaoke and going again today like scooty the, the the sunday of cup week's one of the best days nico like i mean splinter used to have a derby barbie and then scooty when he's at betfair they always have the big derby party and my neighbour's got the he's got the smoked pork shoulder on the rotisserie, Nico. So I'll be getting You're there. Get, be getting there and back on the backup. On the quick backup. Look out. So that'll be me this afternoon. What about, what about the call of the card? You gonna love there tomorrow? Well, it's not really my go on the call. The old days, the call of the card. There's some stories with that when I used to work for Beasley and that. God. It's not what it used to be. Now there's three blokes just there pulling each other off for Instagram. It's just an absolute yeah. jerk off fest now. Please. <laughs> Why would you do that? Oh, circle no, jerk. Be a lot of people out in the drinking out for lunch and everything today. It's a great day that's, in town. That's much more the, the the best better option. Go with DK. Yeah, I miss all all my mates back in Melbourne. It'd be great. Uh, it is as DK says. The catch ups on uh, the Sunday Monday with all the uh, the sharp heads in the game is uh, what I'm definitely missing up here. The Goldie, but uh, might be uh, might be a bit of beach weather up here. Go for a massage. Hmm. Oh, you're free, aren't you? You're I'm free. free. And clear. No, Mrs. So yeah, I'm, I'm laughing. It'd be me and Rex the sausage dog. Take oh. it easy. Oh. <laughs> you're free. My missus flies to Vietnam for two weeks tomorrow. Cast. On daddy daycare for two weeks. You drop into the airport, escorting her to the door, or what are you doing? That's exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) And Halloween, just to jam it right up us as well. The the neighbours are true. The kids can take us trick or treating, Dad. I said, please. Please, yeah. I'll put them. I'll tell you what I've done. I'll put them. I said, get all those chocolates. I'll come back and I'll do a deal for you. I'll buy them off you. 10 cents each, but cherry ripes, I'll give you 50 cents. I've done deals. Turning the kids into entrepreneurs already. <laughs> oh god, my bloke's the worst at it. Uh, he's he loves all dressing up as anything scary as possible. But any as soon as he sees me on the mirror, he scares the shit out of himself, goes and hides. It's unbelievable, <laughs> hilarious, outstanding stuff. Make sure uh, you follow a little birdie at TV and get around uh, Nico's stuff. He's uh, on the app. He reckons he's going to be uh, marching around the yard and hopefully he can uh, pluck his first winner from the yard, pop his cherry for uh, the Melbourne Cup. Yard watch, so it'd be interesting to see how a couple of these internationals uh, who parade. Your who your mouth? Who your mouth? Who your mouth? All eyes on that for uh, mm. for Scooty Bet down uh, my third selection, but uh, mm. gonna be fascinating to see how it all goes. And as we saw yesterday, Saturday, a few of them with the big occasion just went to pieces. Light infantry had a massive sweat, Pericles. So invaluable information. The uh, Manny Yard Mail from uh, from Nico. It's going to be an absolute beauty. And fingers crossed, uh, DK can find something. Uh, out wide at one of the uh, 30 meetings and hopefully uh, me and Donnie can steer this bank back into uh, some positive territory. So um, we'll be blasting away, but it doesn't look too bad. But um, be careful betting early because Cup Day, lots of weather on the radar. Hope you're still uh, listening because it's going to be an absolute beauty on Tuesday. We'll see you soon.